Dragonapeg is recorded on Treaty 1 territory, the homelands of the Anishinaabe, Innu, Cree, Oji Cree, Dakota, and Dene peoples, and of the Métis Nation. to Dragon the Peg, a podcast exploring the lives, careers, and goings-on of drag performers living in Winnipeg, Manitoba. My name is Graham Houston slash Contessa Lestrange, and I will be your host. It's been almost a full year since our season two finale with Anita Stallion. The COVID-19 pandemic hit Winnipeg pretty hard, but luckily a lot of incredible performers and organizations have been holding it down and keeping our drag scene afloat throughout, with awesome virtual shows and distance events, especially, and I'd like to give a little shout out, the Sunshine House with their live stream drag bingos, Red by Queens, and their incredible telethon. And then, the house mother of all digital drag events fell upon us at just the right time. Unless you've been living under a rock the past two weeks, I'm of course talking about Gorge, a two-day queer arts and drag festival founded by Synonym Art Consultation, co-curated by Sunshine House, I mean. On Saturday, March 20th and Sunday, March 21st, we'll be treated to so many incredible online events, including faves like Drag Brunch and Red by Queens, new shit like a speaker series with THE Big Frida, and a voguing workshop with Maribeth Tabanera, and more stuff that I don't even know about yet. Today we've got a hot insider scoop. I'm speaking with the co-founder and creative director of Synonym, Andrew Eastman, all about how the festival came to be and what we can expect. I was also given the amazing opportunity to stop in during one of their filming days at Club 200 and harassed a bunch of old and new friends live on the scene. Without further ado, let's talk about Gorge. Hello, Andy. Welcome to Dragon the Peg. Thank you for speaking with me remotely on this lovely Monday morning. Hello. Thank you for having me. This is so exciting. Truly the most fabulous news that we've received as a community in what feels like months and months and months. Yeah, agreed. That was kind of, that was the idea. I just really, we all just wanted to bring our community back together and rev up everybody's drag careers again and see each other and uh, yeah, spread the love. So lovely. So for the unindoctrinated, those not in the know, could you please Tell us a little bit about Synonym Art Consultation, what you're about, and uh, how you came to be. We're probably going to need about four episodes to talk about that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Synonym Art Consultation, yeah, what a wild ride it's been. It's been about eight years of me and my creative partner, Chloe Chafe, on this uh, journey. Uh, We started out eight years ago just trying to bring art into people's lives on the regular, all day, every day, um, while supporting a lot of our friends and local talented artists that we just thought were being left out from some of the art going on in the city. And um, so we just tried to incorporate that into as many facets of everyday life as possible and getting them paid and getting them employment opportunities. So we were doing more visual art and music, and then we branched out into the streets of the city and started another festival called Wall to Wall Mural and Culture Festival. 
um, where we paint murals and host events all across the city. And our most recent endeavor is now the Gorge Queer Arts and Drag Festival, which is having its first debut next weekend on March, or this weekend, March 20th and 21st. How did, how did it come together? How did you start planning this, this incredible event? Well, myself and Winnipeg's fave Prairie Sky have been scheming to do something along these lines for the last couple of years. Usually over a beer or two, we'll kind of start scheming some kind of plan. Um, and we are, as people may know, just to timestamp this, we are currently in a global pandemic still. <laughs> um, so we are being forced to rethink a lot of our practices. A lot of our events are very, uh, in the past, have been very heavily in-person based, crammed into tiny little venues. Um, and so some funding came along from the provincial government to put together some digital content um, to encourage people to stay home and enjoy the programming. So we thought this was the time to go on it and start Gorge. So here we are and we're starting, yeah, in a kind of counterintuitive way of everyone being at home, but still we feel like it's bringing people together in really meaningful ways and uh, connecting even beyond the, the typical 2SLGBTQIA plus community and reaching into some other homes as well is what we're hoping. And now, as previously mentioned, Dragon the Peg had the esteemed pleasure of going live on the scene to corner some of the wonderful local drag stars and Gorge Festival staff at one of their shooting days. Coming to you live from Club 200, it's our special correspondent, also me. Take it away. Satina Loren, Graham Houston for DITP News, on the scene, Gorge Festival. You just finished performing at the Club 200 stage for the first time in what, like over a year, right? Uh, the last time I performed here was February 21st. Actually, I didn't even perform here. I was just here the last time in February 21st and I have not been back to the bar since. Holy shit, how do you feel? It's incredible. I love, it's, it feels like you're going back home. Like it does like a big, like, big warm hug, <laughs> you know? Cause I mean, this is my home away from home for the last 11 years. I've been doing drag for 11 years and I've started around here too. So it was like coming back to meet an old friend. So it felt really, it felt really good. I feel the exact same way. This is a bit of a different scenario. Normally club loud, rowdy, hundreds of adoring fans. Uh, hundreds in air quotes, <laughs> but yeah, well, at least six adoring fans. Six adoring fans, <laughs> of which I am three. Exactly. And now we're performing for largely um, a, a production team. A production team yeah. How do you transfer that classic Satina Loren energy to well, a different format? Well, luckily for me, um, this song was a very like emotional ballady song, mm -hmm. so I didn't actually have to try to perform it. I just had to emote it. So emoting and performing are very different because when you're performing for a large crowd, you're trying to please everybody. Mm -hmm. Whereas this one is very much like an introspection of like, feel the song, feel the lyrics, feel what you want to bring out in it. So it was actually a little bit easier because I didn't have to like worry about who's being entertained, who haven't I looked at, who haven't I, you know, grabbed your tip from, you know, uh -huh. it was like uh -huh. just little things that you think of when you're performing, you just, you're on autopilot, whereas this one was very like, you're just being filmed. You have to just, see, so it's kind of freeing, but also strange because a huge part of my drag was being in front of people mm -hmm. and it's like a theatrical performance. So it's, it's like a double hitched sword a bit, you mm -hmm. know, mm -hmm. but I absolutely loved the uh, experience. So. Oh, Gorge Festival, one of its kind, first of its kind. Lovely. Love it. Can't get enough. So excited. Oh, what yes. are you most excited for? Do you want me to go first? I'll go first. Yes. Me. Um, the speaker, you, first <laughs> of all, second of all, speaker series with Big Frida. Gagged. 
gagged, gooped. Oh my god. Splurged, sploshed. Oh my god. I don't even know what other words I can use. Engorged. Engorged. <laughs> mm. Added tongue pop in there. Yeah, no, that was super exciting to see that they got that happening. But even honestly, just performing with, with you know, singers like Sierra Noble, I was like, oh. I'm not just singing her song, but no, she'll be there with you. And I was like, holy motherfuck, okay, I guess I gotta pull up an A game then. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, not to say I don't try hard in every gig I do, but you know, this one was like a don't fuck this up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I felt honestly honored that I got to do it. Um, even the fact that my song was an unreleased song, which yeah. is um, a little bit, le- it's less and more pressure, just because you, you know, I couldn't go on iTunes and just listen to the song, but you know, I, uh, I now had to make it my own. Mm-hmm. And uh, very excited to see how this turned out. <sighs> Satina Loren, it is so lovely to see your face. So I've missed you so nice much. To see me, isn't it? It is so beautiful. Thank <laughs> I, you. I just haven't done it for a long time, so it's good to be back. Yeah. Thank you so much for this lovely quick interview. You're welcome. Follow me on uh, Instagram, <laughs> Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, OnlyFans. Just kidding. And you can buy my merch at Redbubble.com. You sure the fuck can. It's gorgeous. Thank you. It's. I gorge. figured you know, if people can't see me perform, they can at least support me by buying a shirt, or Amen. or a shower curtain, or a bath mat. <laughs> Or an apron, or coasters. Duvet. Throw out a duvet. <laughs> you want to sleep with me? Get a duvet. As we get closer to the festival, I think that folks are really getting a sense of what's going on. But for those who are completely unaware, who've been living under a rock, what does this virtual festival look like? And how can people participate? What's What's the vibe? Yeah, so we're going to have uh, two days of programming on the weekend, on the Saturday and Sunday. We're uh, presenting all different kinds of programming to just uh, make everyone feel welcome and to employ as many uh, queer and drag artists as possible. So there'll be a dance class, there'll be a story time with some drag performers, there'll be a craft workshop, a karaoke night, a bingo. So a lot of really family-friendly stuff. I mean, as much as our drag performers can keep their (laughs) G-rated lips on. Um, And uh, yeah, so they'll be programming uh, all throughout Saturday and Sunday. And we've mostly pre-recorded all of these uh, quote-unquote events um, at various locations across the city over the last week uh, or two. And then we'll be live streaming them or premiering all of these videos and events um again pre-recorded but premiered live on our facebook and our youtube for all to enjoy free for everybody so sick we'll include links in the bio of course links in the bio so one of the i mean one of many partnerships of gorge festival sunshine house co-curators for the festival how did you work with the sunshine bunch and prairie to create the drag programming? Well, Prairie is officially Synonym Art Consultation's drag curator outside of this festival. And before this festival began, we hosted many other events, uh, drag brunches, drag dinner parties, drag in the streets, drag anywhere we can get it. So um, Prairie helped us out uh, to envision this. And a lot of these programs are things that Sunshine House has been excelling at Mm -hmm. already and some partnerships that they had already established of course the red by queens event is iconic drag bingo is always such a riot uh they were already kind of in the works with arts junction another partner of ours on this to bring a crafting workshop so we jumped in on that so we're kind of pooling curatorial resources 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 and yeah just sharing sharing the love back and forth as as we are tend to do 
Gendrix and Gendrix and BNB Studios. This is Graham Houston live on the scene, DITP News. How are you today? I'm doing great today, Graham. I'm having a lot of fun so far. We're just on set here shooting for the Gorge Festival of Dragon Queer Arts and I'm elated. I feel so good being in this room right now. Oh, it is so good to see you. I haven't seen your face in like, I don't know, seven months, eight months. Yeah, it's been a long time. It feels life-giving to be in a room with more than just one other person. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So tell me a little bit about what's going on. B&B Studios, Gorge Festival, Synonym Art Consultation. I mean, my God, dream team. What's it like? You've been recording for the past week or so? We're on day four of four, and it's been fantastic. It's awesome. We love working with Synonym. They're fantastic producers. They're always thinking of everyone's needs. This time around, they've been extra super great with safety, too. We've got um, the, like, plastic barricades and stuff like that for keeping things extra safe. Um, and then, I don't know, I, lo I love the team, man. And two with artistic curation, like all of the queens that we get to work with, I was saying to Boyo the other night, I love how we get to work with such a range of performers and queens. Like it's queens from all different sort of styles and backgrounds and traditions of drag. And it's also super informative. This festival I found, we did a drag dance class with Kalusan mm -hmm. and she was like, very good and clear about this is what you call this move and this is the right way to refer to this and I'm of this like lineage of drag performance and this is where I learned from and just all this really great informative introductory stuff so I'm really excited for I mean I'm really excited that we get to hang out with awesome people and get to like watch performances I feel like I might have seen more drag in the last week than people have in like <laughs> the last year maybe yeah. just like live drag um, but I'm really excited for it to get to the public and I love that it's like free and accessible. Mm. I have had people who live in the States who are sending me messages of my like behind the scenes Instagram stories and they're like, oh, this is so exciting. And I'm like, yeah, I'll send you the link right away like as soon as we have it. And so I'm really excited about that aspect is like once it's out there, anyone can watch it. And I'm really excited to get like, I won't give away too much of the programming, but there's like some crafting going on, some like dance workshops, some story time, obviously performances. Um, and I'm really excited for all that to just like get to people where they are and encourage people to like have a good time in their living room alongside it and learn to dance and like make some stuff out of their old bubbly bottles or bubbly cans and stuff like that. So yeah. Oh, I mean, when I say it is truly healing to see Andy cart Anita Stallion's ass pads in a bag across the club again. Tell me, <laughs> tell me, if you could pick one favorite moment of the past four days, could you do that? And if you could, what would it be? I would have to give this one to hanging out with Cake and Tyra Boinks yesterday Fuck yeah. while they did their makeup. Watching Tyra and Cake catch up over doing their makeup, it took them like four hours, which was awesome. And just like listening to the chatter and like getting to kind of be a fly on the wall for that was really heartwarming. Um, and as much as like I kind of picked fast, but like it's it was that kind of thing that reminded me of like, oh yeah, community is so important. And like seeing your people and having time to spend together and that kind of thing. And it just made me feel like, uh, yes, this is the whole like spirit of this festival, you know? Yeah. Well, Jen, thank you so much for this interview, for your participation in Gorge Festival. I can't wait to see what's up. 
it's so good to see you also. So good to see you too, Grandma. I must say I love your earrings. Oh, stop. I love your earrings too. They're so beautiful. Fontaine. DITP, Graham Houston, On the Scene, Gorge Festival, Jen Darkson, B&B Studios, signing off. So many, as you mentioned, classic Winnipeg drag events. Tell me the absolute truth. What are you the most excited for? Ooh, well, I it's guess because it's kind of fun. Child. Yeah, I th- it's so hard. Oh my God, this is the classic synonym conundrum. That is a tongue twister, synonym <laughs> conundrum. Um, <laughs> I think just because it's, uh, as far as we know, a wholly new event, we are going to be doing a what we're calling a local duets Manitoba karaoke night. So we have uh, asked three of our amazing local songstresses to join us. Uh, We filmed this last weekend at Club 200, um, where they're paired up with, uh, there are nine different drag performers and they're each um, kind of duet lip syncing to one of these iconic local singers songs. So we have Sierra Noble, Begonia and Ami Chun and uh, a whole myriad of amazing performers singing their tracks. So we create these kind of beautiful concert music videos at Club 200 of them performing. And then there's going to be lyric sheets available for people to download or print at home. And they can just sing along and lip or lip sync along however they want to participate or just watch the show. So just another added layer of engagement. And we just really wanted to blend as many of our passions together that synonym covers um, through this event. So we have our music, our beautiful videography, and of course our amazing drag community all coming together as one. Oh, so sick. I had the esteemed pleasure of attending the filming for yeah. duets. Um, I was only supposed to stay for two hours and they stayed for the whole <laughs> nine <laughs> hours. It was truly, I, I heard this word a lot when I was there on uh, last Sunday healing it felt particularly healing to be back at 200 back um i mean it was hard because i mean drag queens love to kiss and hug and spit in each other's faces (laughs) and obviously we had to stay very far apart (laughs) yeah but it was so lovely to be surrounded by our friends and in spaces that we love what was that experience like for you as an organizer yeah that whole week was so so special for us and it's kind of funny because that to me felt a lot like the festival itself because that's the level of engagement that I'm really used to being around these people that I love and employing them and having them show off their beautiful art um, and all this teamwork and organizing and scheduling and long days that's what feels like a real festival to me so I got that aspect of things which was so as you say healing and so special and I'll never forget those those days of shooting And then now we get this kind of second wind of it um, in this digital version, which is kind of surreal because I'll be at home on my laptop watching with everybody else and in the chat room. And it's such a surreal thing to think that that's the actual festival itself and it's all just happening in cyberspace. (laughs) But I'm excited for both. Both are really, are really, Great. It's like getting two in one festival for me. So I, I, I've been really thrilled with how it's all been working out. 
Anita Stallion, Anita Stallion, DITP News. Graham Houston here, live on the set of Gorge Festival. You just finished a performance. Anita, how are you? I'm doing fantastic. You know what? I have to say that this was an amazing day. Um, I got to perform with Sierra Noble. It was so exciting. Um, at the end of it all, I asked, actually asked her to sign my guitar, <gasps> which she did. Um, so she signed it, uh, Queen of My, and she wrote a heart, Aww. Sierra Noble. I had an amazing time. It was an amazing group um, to work with and, you know, Cinema Art Consultation and Gorge Festival. Festival has been just amazing, so I'm so excited to be here. Two beautiful Machif queens performing on the Club 200 yes, stage. Yes. This is the first live performance, I think, that's graced the stage in probably eight months. Oh, wait, no, you did a live stream. Yes, we did. Yeah, we, we, it's been a while. Like, the club uh, right now has just opened, um, and right now we're at uh, the minimum capacity of what we can have. We're basically... Uh, because of the restrictions, but it's it's important for us too as a, as a community bar to have an opportunity for people to go somewhere and meet. Whether you know it's not going to be a full house, but some people do need to have contact with other people. And if other places are opening, I think Club Two Hundred would be a great place for them to come come chill. Oh, absolutely! Like running into you here. Like running into you. <laughs> I've been thinking about getting an order of frickles, fried oh, pickles. There's nothing like fried. <laughs> well, if you're going to do that, you have to get some fried battered mushrooms too. Ooh. I mean, endless possibilities. Yes, of course, of course, of course. The menu's always there. There's, we also have a catering company that does uh, deliveries and everything. And, you know, it's important to support local businesses and, and yeah, stay true to the people that are going to help us down the road. Absolutely. Gorge Festival. I mean, yes. first of its kind, incredible. What does it feel like to be a part of it? Do you know what? It was amazing. I also had the wonderful opportunity of doing uh, Read by Queens uh, a couple of days ago, and that's also going to be part of the Gorge Festival. It's just been so nice to be able to see uh, other artists and performers that I haven't seen in so long, and also just to catch up, and it's, it's, it's also it's, it's nice to know that people are doing okay, mm -hmm. and that's the one thing I think. Working uh, here at the club, it's very difficult because this uh, social distancing and everything really prevents people from being able to join and come together. And, you know, so I'm glad to see that people are doing okay and still um, following the protocols. And, you know, hopefully uh, sometime soon we'll all be seeing each other again. <laughs> oh, I cannot wait. Anita Stallion, it is truly the funnest oh, thing ever to see you. Thank you so much. Hugs, hugs, hugs. Hugs, hugs, hugs. <laughs> And we'll have to do tea again. Yeah. Now, for the hardest hitting question of the entire interview, how the hell did you get Big Frida? <laughs> Big Frida, I cannot wait to hear that chat. We um, we've been partnering with the Uniter Speaker Series at the U of W for years now, uh, with our wall to wall festival and a lot of our synonym programming. We often collaborate on ideas on usually who to bring in physically and fly here and have a show and a talk and kind of really exciting performers over the last uh, few years. Um, so I will admit Big Frida was someone that the United Speaker Series already had on their minds and they were looking to maybe partner in some way on some programming and this was even before Gorge was fully funded and ready to go and then once that kind of fell into place the timing was just too perfect and so yeah we get to have big frida on our bill which is pretty wild um because everybody else is all local super grassroots uh queer uh drag performers and then we have big frida who's just kind of kicking off some of the festivals so we're 
super honored and can't wait to hear her speak to our friend Mahalat, who's uh, interviewing her in a Q&A format. We wish she could do a show, but I don't think Gorge can quite afford that yet. But maybe in the future, we'll get there. Still so sick. Um, so ooh, now we get into the more philosophical questions. Okay. So at least since I've been involved in the drag scene, Synonym has done what I think is one of the few things that the, the drag scene itself couldn't necessarily accomplish wholeheartedly, which is bringing uh, the drag community sort of out of specifically queer spaces like, like drag bars um, into all new opportunities. I mean, with, with Synonym, drag has really gotten this this like citywide profile what, what what was that how did how did synonym approach bridging those gaps and what was sort of the importance of including and recognizing the drag scene as as an art form yeah we really kind of like what i mentioned earlier about how synonym all started we were kind of working in these punk underground art scenes, throwing art shows in warehouses with our friends and their startup bands. And just, they weren't having quite the opportunities that the more established kind of institutional based artists in our city were receiving. So we decided we just had to build a new model and build a new economy essentially where we can get these artists uh, paid. A lot of the visual artists that we worked with from the beginning are now full-time artists, absolutely not only because of us, but a lot of teamwork and a lot of building this community and awareness of these artists' work, getting them employed over and over again. Um, and so when we started working in little bits with um, drag performers at the beginning, we just saw that exact same pattern. It's also similar with... Um, artists, not all art, visual artists are the best at managing their own careers or getting their artwork out there. They're just really good at creating art. And so we kind of step in and try and take everything off of their plate so that all they have to do is show up with their work. Um, and so we felt that in the drag community, although I would say that drag artists are hustlers extraordinaire and they truly are usually so, so good at getting their name out there and getting their gigs and working in the community and making those connections. And so we definitely didn't have to build that up in the same way that we did necessarily uh, at the beginning of Synonym, but we just really fell in love with the community and joined in and just wanted that art form to take that next step where instead of potentially just being making tips in the bar, also getting paid like really solid honorariums um, which now has led to, in the last year, um, even speaking to uh, granting bodies and saying drag should be considered a legitimate, viable art form that can be applied for, for grants um, previously because of the often non-paid aspect of gigs. Mm -hmm. They weren't eligible to apply because those weren't eligible uh, gigs on their CV. And so since then, with some advocacy with us and uh, Prairie Sky, we've actually been able to um, apply for funding for drag-specific programming. So that is now opening the door for other drag performers to 
really step step up and step forward and say, this is my art form. This is a very valid art form for me, performance, visual, often video, song, everything. Like there's so many aspects to drag arts that um, are so valid. And so it just needed that little extra level of education and exploration to get some of these bigger institutions on board. And I think that's the same with kind of society at large, just showing off how special and how talented these artists are and just getting them more and more opportunities and ways to integrate into our everyday life. Excuse me, excuse me, may I have a word? DITP News, Graham Hooson. Uh, yes, I have a moment. Would you please tell me your name and position with Gorge Festival? So my name is Malika. I am the stage director and creative uh, director of some of these shoots. Oh my God, Gorge Festival, first of its kind, first of its name. Will be known for forever. In experience, what's it like working with synonym Gorge? Tell me the whole, tell me the tea. So the tea is best quality, top tier, first pick leaf. That's the tea uh -huh. on all of that. Um, it's been wonderful just being in community with people again, especially when it's been so long since we've gotten a chance to really feel that connection amongst being around a bunch of other queer people, uh -huh. uh, being around other creatives, you know, uh, we've all kind of been in an island alone and Synonym always has a way of making everything feel like a close-knit family, which is wonderful. Mm -hmm. It's it feels, I mean, it's it's a little bit, it's a little bit corny, but it's more emotional than I thought it would be being back in the fucking space <laughs> with the queens. What's your favorite part? Uh, my favorite part has actually just been getting to see everybody kind of recharge. Like, I feel like I've, as queens and performers have been coming in, I've been getting to watch them come in and be like, oh, wow. And like, there's a little bit of like a tingle of like, it feels almost like the first time again. Um, and then just everybody like the, renewal that is coming to everybody from that it's just it's like a little bit of fairy dust magic that's just been sprinkled through the year i love it okay let's talk business okay covid19 okay decimated yes. the creative spirit <laughs> gorgeous a, a light in the dark i think i mean we're, we're back in the community we're with artists do you think this is a new turn i think that I think at first when like something drastic changes in anybody, it takes a while for you to kind of recalibrate how you do things. At first it feels like things aren't possible to do anymore because mm. everything is just so different. And I feel like we're starting to turn a corner where people are starting to kind of come to terms with it and we're able to reimagine things that we had before. And so it's actually kind of felt like a creative, like flexing of like your creative muscles to be like, okay, well, we can't do things exactly how we did them before, mm -hmm. but I don't believe it's ever possible to kill art. I think art will exist through and forever, and it's just about figuring out new ways, new mediums of actually like getting that out. Mm -hmm. uh, and so I think it's kind of innovative to be like, okay, well, we can't do things the same way we did before. How do we do it now? And I think that as people start to take these slow steps forward, um, more and more things like this will come forward and it'll kind of create a whole new avenue of art making. Yeah. That's beautiful. Thank you. I saw on Instagram.com you posted a lovely photo surrounded by plants and you were wearing this green and teal catsuit and it was just right. Tell me about the look. Where'd you get it? It is. Oh, okay, <laughs> so that jumpsuit was 
snatches you to the gods. Oh my it god. Was, uh, uh, it was an Ivy Park jumpsuit. I And I was surrounded by my little jungle that I have in my apartment because especially in Winnipeg in winter, like I just want to be surrounded by greenery. And so a nice, like beautiful tropical landscape oh. within your home is wonderful. I just always want to feel like an Amazonian queen. You know, that's oh. the whole, the whole aesthetic. You truly are. Satina Loren commented and said, Poison Ivy who? And I agree. <laughs> Why, thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you so much for this lovely interview. It's, it's been, been a blast. my pleasure. <laughs> DITP News, Gray Moosen signing off. Lady Fortuna, Lady Fortuna, DITP News on the scene, Club 200. This is your first time performing in the club for like six months? Oh my God, I guess, yeah. <laughs> I mean, minimum. Oh, I'm really bad at math, I'm sorry, <laughs> I can't count right now. Uh, yeah, it's been a while, I was just so nervous. Uh, I had like the to like total stage fright just rehearsing and backstage and I'm like, this is so weird, it's like I'm doing it for the first time again. Yeah. Even though it's not in front of like a live crowd, it's still in front of people. Yeah. But it feels great <laughs> to be back. That's so thrilling. Tell me, so obviously this is a different drag performance mm -hmm. arena. Typically there's, you know, hundreds of screaming fans. I'm one of them always. <laughs> and now it's a film crew. What's the difference? How, what's it like translating the Fortuna experience to this kind of environment? Um. I feel like I just have to concentrate my energy more towards the camera. That way, I guess the audience that are watching the video get that personalized or very personal kind of uh, performance out of me just because they're not here physically. Mm -hmm. I could still kind of look them in the eye through the screen. Um, it kind of translate that way, but I still like a live <laughs> like audience. <laughs> Uh, but this is what we could do at the moment, so I'm fine with it. Next best thing, what are, are Gorge Festival, I mean, oh my god, what are you most excited about? What's, what's the vibe? Tell me how you're feeling. Oh, I, I honestly didn't know what was happening. I just, I just got contacted one day and I'm just like, okay, I'm like, I'll say yes, because like, what else am I gonna do? Uh, then I saw so many other performers in the city, posting about Gorge and I'm like, oh my God, this like, well, I didn't think I would be the only one, but I'm like, it, it's so much of our peers mm -hmm. uh, performing again um, all together. So it feels like we're kind of all together again. It's like a, some unity thing. And I'm like, oh. like, I miss everyone. Like, even though I didn't hang out with a lot of people, I'm just like, you know, you just miss that atmosphere of like the community. Um, so I was just really excited to see like what everyone has in store. Uh, I've seen the photos and I'm like, oh my God, I have to spend some time on my makeup <laughs> so I can look okay. Uh, but yeah, I'm great experience. Everyone's been so nice and I'm just can't wait until the 20th to the 21st. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, I don't know. Oh my gosh, for you, for me, Fortuna. Lady Fortuna, it has been a pleasure chatting with you so quickly today. It's been a pleasure and I'm so glad to see you again. Me too.
Yeah, thanks for uh, making me feel like a Zalamarvi when I'm clearly not. <laughs> this has been Graham Houston, DITP News on the scene, Club 200. Checking out. <laughs> I mean, you you kind of mentioned it. I mean, I feel like specifically since the beginning of the pandemic, every drag performer I know has become like a mini expert, like an expert at, at marketing themselves. It's so cool to watch. And I, I think that like, yeah, you're right. I mean, the drag scene sells itself so well, but um, I mean, due to the stigmatization of, of queer arts and queer presentation, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I mean, drag hasn't received the compensation that it rightfully deserves and the respect that it deserves for how fucking hard it is. And I feel like sort of synonym as a, as a respected um, arts organization, giving it sort of that stamp of validity was... I mean, super game changing, specifically over like the past two years. I think it's 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 really awesome to see. Well, thank you. Yeah, we've just it's a big passion of mine, and this festival was definitely a passion project, and I'm so happy to see it come to fruition. And yeah, I think another kind of interesting silver lining of it being having been forced to be a digital festival. I mean, we always had envisioned it as starting as just your classic kind of in-person multi-venue drag festival, which we want to get it to someday when it's safe to do so again. But I think we'll actually always have this digital aspect at a bit of the core of it because it has provided a lot of these drag performers who potentially only have videos of themselves performing from club 200 on filmed on an iPhone from a crowd, which Mm -hmm. is amazing. And those videos are spectacular, but having our collaborators B and B studios come and with such care, um, video them a couple takes of their track, beautiful lighting, beautiful angles, beautiful editing that now each of these performers will have these, um, artifacts of their performance and of their craft that then again they can use to elevate their arts career so they can use it in a grant application they can use it to apply for RuPaul's Drag Race if that's what they want to do you know like it's just um, and big batches of photos there it's just this kind of way to validate their career a little bit more to themselves even it was so magical to watch some of the performers have a little sneak peek on B&B Studios camera after they'd shot a take and just on the little screen see what they look like and just saying oh I look so beautiful and like thank you this is so wonderful so having these little packages to provide to all these performers um, has really been a special thing and another way for it to live on after the festival they can do whatever they want with these shots and these videos and yeah it's it's a definite bonus that I wasn't initially anticipating when we decided we had to go digital with the festival, but something that I'd like to keep going and even explore further with more creativity and video production. And um, once we have a, now that we'll have a bit more time for next year's planning. So yeah, silver linings. Graham Houston for DITP News, live on the scene at Club 200. Peppermint, Fatty, and Jared, you've both just recorded your numbers for Gorge Festival. It's probably been like, I don't know, eight months since we've performed live? Yeah. Yeah, like since September was the last time. Six months, huh? Yeah. How do you feel? How does it feel to be back in the club? Warm and welcoming, yeah. <laughs> but still a little weird. Yeah, like like I shouldn't be here, but like I'm happy to be here. 
what's it like performing for, for, for a film crew instead of um, human beings? It's definitely like weird. It's definitely weird, but like, um, you know, it was fun. I just missed the energy of the audience and people screaming at me. That was nice and I miss it. I also really enjoyed performing again and it was kind of nice that you get multiple takes to do the same thing over and over again. Nobody sees you mess up because they take out the bad parts. I agree with that. It's like you can't you can't fuck up. They just make you look as gorgeous as possible. I think that we're allowed to talk normally again. Okay. Um, uh, uh, oh, I don't know Can you breathe? Yeah. No, it's fine now. It's just like when you first put it it's on, fine, it feels... It's fine, it's fine. It only feels fine. weird when you first put it on. Jared's waist is 12 inches and Peppermint Fatty has a black streak down her teeth. What does it feel like to be in full gauge? Oh. Well, yeah, it's, you gotta go. <laughs> she forgot. What does it feel like to be in, in, in full drag for the first time in six months? It actually feels so good because most of the time when I do looks at my house, I just put on a wig and a, a shirt. Mm -hmm. So it's nice, you know? Like, I've missed that feeling of um, the tights, you know, murdering my body. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah the waist being snatched. I could undo it, but I'm kind of living for the memories it's giving me, yeah. so I'll keep it for a, a few more minutes anyways. The and pain we'll is nostalgia. <laughs> <laughs> Gorge Festival, first of its kind. Um, I think this is pretty huge. I mean, not just like, you know, for Winnipeg, for for the prairies and also for internationally. What does it feel like to be a part of, um, of such a cool fucking festival? <laughs> I'm pretty stoked on it and I don't even feel like I know the full scope of what we're all going to see in a week or two, mm -hmm. which is really exciting. So I'm honored that they wanted to ask me and even showing up today, the fact that this is just one aspect of like of so 10, 20, things. I don't yeah. even know. And all the people that they've actually like got involved and given work to and the places that they filmed things and like brought into it. Yeah. Really cool initiative. It's crazy. I've been loving all the like behind the scenes, um, like stuff that they've been posting. So I'm excited to see like the full festival and like what everything entails like i think it's just gonna be so freaking cool oh synonyms mind peppermint fatty jared it's it's really really great to see you guys i missed you so dearly you. don't make me cry elegante elegante graham houston ditp news live on set club 200 oh, gorge festival hello hello how are you i'm really good <laughs> i've missed club 200 so much i've missed you i know it's so surreal being here I'm surreal like, yeah i'm like is this allowed i'm like yeah it is because we're like decked out yeah. and being really careful but it's too fun it's really fun the rhinestones on your eye are like nothing i've ever seen before oh well my good friend miss dollarama she hooked me up <sighs> Miss Dollarama. Miss Rama. Miss Rama. We love her. <laughs> you've. This is probably. I mean, you've been killing it on Instagram.com, making verses, videos, TikToks. You're now a TikTok famous woman. I'm officially TikTok famous. Uh -huh. uh, you know, I can't leave the house anymore. No. It's just. It's gotten to the point where. It's who I am now. Yeah. Um. Famous specifically, I think, for your video. Is that Jude? Oh, I don't know who that is. Specifically for your video promoting um, hair growth yes, via organic rice. Well, I mean, genius. That's my new my new brand. Is uh, I'm a hair growth guru of sorts. I didn't realize how long your fucking hair was until I watched that video either. It's out of control. 
It's yeah, too much. <laughs> <laughs> now, for the reason why we're here, Gorge Festival. Um, first time performing in what, six, seven, eight months? Yeah, the last show was at Club 200. It was a Disney show. Mm -hmm. I think that was in September, maybe? Yeah. It was like late, like later in the summer for sure. Yeah, yeah that was the last one. Six months, yeah. how does it feel? You know, how does it feel? It feels like no time has passed, but also lots of time has passed. Uh -huh. um, it feels strange to like have time and not be able to be productive it, with it in the way that you want to. Uh -huh. You know, I'm kind of a procrastinator, so like I don't make stuff unless I have like a reason for it. Uh -huh. So, I mean, I have been doing, I've been working on stuff, but it's just like different when, you know, you have a gig and you want to plan for it. And, and even just like, getting to like work on stuff with other people is just like very limited so um but yeah it feels really nice to do something else and be back at it on some level gorge festival first of its kind i mean truly i think revolutionary for winnipeg and probably the prairies and maybe even internationally what does it feel like to be a part of this inaugural festival um it feels amazing i had heard little whispers of what was going on but wasn't really sure how how it was all gonna happen and this feels like like our own little pride in a way like but like it's like pride done your way you know what mm -hmm. I mean like Burger King style like yeah. we're gonna do it your way <laughs> and so <laughs> it's like it's better than pride but we love pride um yeah it's I'm really excited to see it all come together and also hopefully next year if we can be in person that I'm extra excited for and it's kind of perfect that it's online first it's like little Put your toe in, mm -hmm. figure out what's gonna go on, and then next year it will all just be like 3D. Yeah. And let me tell you, after being here for five hours, I can confirm the water's warm. Jump right <laughs> in. Elegante, thank you for joining me today. I love you. I love you too. I'm so excited. I I miss your face. This is it. She's on retinol, so she's she's glowing. Are you on retinol? Oh yes, hon. Ordinary? Uh, no, prescription. No, <laughs> from the ordinary. <laughs> no, prescription! <laughs> it's like next level shit. It's like peeling my face off. You mentioned that obviously this year, Gorge has to be virtual. What are you hoping for in the future? Five years, 10 years, 50 <laughs> years? Tell me what you want from Gorge. Well, what's been really beautiful about Gorge is like with Synonym and even Wall to Wall, our mural festival, we really did not know what we were doing when we started those things. We still kind of make it up as we go, which is the fun of it, but we didn't know how to run a festival. Even like social media was kind of just <laughs> starting to flourish back then. And now we just have so much more understanding of what a festival is. We now have our, our third uh, most amazing collaborator, Joy Balmana, who's helping to keep everything organized. And she's just amazing at social media and media outreach and everything. And we're just like making sure to really build a solid like base for this festival. Um, the fact that we made it come together in, I mean, we planned it in about a month and a half and then had about a month to actually execute it after we were confirmed our funding. But like I, I'm really proud of what we have as the foundation of the festival in terms of a brand identity and, and social media. Mm -hmm. And so why I say all that is because, well, I hope to be working for Gorge in five or 10 years, and I hope that it's still running. 
it may also be somebody else's project by then. I've always been, Chloe and I have always been with Synonym Projects trying to build these sort of legacy strategies of um, if ever we have to step away for whatever reason or if we just want to step away at some point, that all that work and all that infrastructure and community connections that we've made don't go to waste and don't leave artists in the lurch. So I just really hope it continues on for a long time. And in terms of specifics, I really want to start putting Winnipeg on the map as a really unique drag capital. Um, I think that our city has a really special community that doesn't leave anyone behind or tries its best not to. Um, it's really about lifting everybody together. Um, it's not as much about, you know, the fame based level of just climbing to the top and being the star. I mean, there are so many stars in our city and maybe some of them will climb to the quote unquote top <laughs> on whatever version they think that is. But I really think that it's important to keep our programming rooted in what makes Winnipeg so special. And I think showing that to other first, maybe Canadian drag performers and then maybe international, who knows? I'd love to have this little festival at the heart of the continent be something special that people look forward to and want to be a part of. Andy, thank you so much for taking the time to talk with me today. I really appreciate it. And I'm so excited for Gorge Festival. I really appreciate you. It was so fun to have you on Sunday. And I'm so thrilled that Dragon the Peg is popping back up for this episode because my I've been refreshing my feeds, just waiting for, uh, for season three. So <laughs> this is so exciting. <laughs> Gorge Festival runs Saturday, March 20th to Sunday, March 21st, with all events streamed online, free to watch. Make sure to follow Gorge Festival on Facebook and Instagram. We'll link them in the description, of course, of course, to stay up to date with all the events and learn more about how you can participate. Thank you so much to the wonderful Andy for sitting down with me and <laughs> helping to shake the rust off of this old hag for her first interview in a year. Um, it was a ton of fun, and I am I am so excited for Gorge Festival. You guys have no idea. And of course, thank you, as always, to the wonderful Claire Boning of Veneer for the amazing intro and outro music, and Fezlian Studios for the super fun news themes. Until next time, whenever that may be, remember to always tip your local drag performers. No, you did fantastic. Um, okay. I just didn't realize how rusty I am. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>